Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast, a radio show coming to you on this Friday afternoon. We have a special guest in the house. Colleen Fosh is here, and she has qualified for the 2019 CrossFit Games. For you guys who don't know, that is insanely badass. Uh, she is a former All-American swimmer at the University of California, Berkeley. I'm going to let her share kind of her story as we dig into it. So, Colleen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You got it, man. So... By the way, she's super jacked, so I'm going to share photos on the website and everything so you guys can see how impressive her physique is currently. But uh, just share your bio for these guys, like just the normal stuff, maybe uh, from a young kid, if it's in high school age through college, like did you play sports forever, were you always active, and, and kind of share the your athletic journey. Yeah, for sure. So growing up, played honestly every sport under the sun. Uh, very thankful that my parents let me do that, um, just try out everything. I actually loved loved volleyball, basketball, uh, did swimming, and that seemed to be the one that I was the best at. So my parents were like, "It's what you're doing," and um, so did that uh, from when I was very very little, um, just like you know, club swimming in the summer and whatnot. And then high school started doing it year round. Um, I actually went to the University of Notre Dame my freshman year transferred no shit yeah so you're super um, smart yeah like super smart <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude i feel like such a loser now no, no. <laughs> so yeah south bend indiana wasn't wasn't for me um but uh yeah so transfer well i also peaked really late in swimming so the first time around uh was looking at notre dame you well actually it came down to notre dame and usc and chose notre dame um, and then after I'd made my decision, uh, got a lot faster in swimming and actually the coach that recruited me decided to leave. So that meant that I was free to, or technically free to look at other schools if I wanted to. Um, that didn't quite work out, but, uh, so after a year, didn't enjoy it and was looking at either Cal or Stanford and decided to go with Cal, um, which was amazing, had a great experience. We won two national titles while I was there, um, was a part of a American record relay, which was really cool. Um, and then, and I loved weightlifting. So that's kind of what got me into CrossFit. Uh, I liked weightlifting way more than I liked swimming in the pool. No shit. Uh, and that was the thing with swimming. I absolutely despised the training for it, but I loved racing. So. It's like, well, I guess I got to do this in order to win some races. To so, compete, yeah. I get yeah. that. Uh, but loved weight training, and uh, that was just my thing. And so when I was done with swimming, um, kind of went through, I feel like, what a lot of collegiate athletes go through. I just didn't really know what I wanted to do, especially with working out. And I went through a very typical, I would say, female thing of I didn't want to get big. I was like... I. Like, so like, so like you're, you're down, so you're in, you're in college, you graduate. What do you, what do you weigh then? Typically, or how tall? How much uh, you weigh? So I was five seven, uh, so five seven, um, and I was, I think, in my heaviest in college, I was like buck fifty five. Yeah, like quality weight, half good, half bad. Uh, I was probably like some booze, some food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I had muscle, but like I would say soft. Yeah. But I mean, for swimmers, that was. Like, my body type right now, I, not good for swimming no. at all. <laughs> you sink faster than me, dude. Right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so it was better. I mean, a lot of girls performed or swim faster with a higher body fat percentage. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, 
body type has completely changed since then. Uh, and someone, one of my friends, I was actually working at Lululemon at the time, and she was like, hey, I'm going to this thing called regionals uh, for CrossFit. You should come with me. And I was like, oh, yeah. And everyone had been telling me to do CrossFit, but I was like, no, nah, whatever. It doesn't really look like my thing. I didn't know you could compete in it then. So I go to regionals, and it was the first time where I looked around, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I need to be bigger because all these girls are just jacked, jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like wait I feel so scrawny this is lame uh, so I signed up the following Monday and was just hooked um, and, that, and that's how you got started into CrossFit yeah that's crazy dude yeah did you compete the first time or you just went to watch it uh no I just went to watch it okay yeah and then you joined like just a regular box and you started to learn like how to, I mean, I'm sure you knew how to Olympic lift a little bit from college, but you really refined it there. Yeah. So I went to uh, United Barbell in San Francisco and the owner at the time was really big on Olympic lifting and just really honing in technique. So we had done clean pulls, power cleans. I'd never done a squat clean or a snatch or a jerk. Um, so it was totally out of my element. I definitely went in thinking like, oh, I'm just going to smash everyone. <laughs> um, I mean, I went... It's a good attitude. Yeah. Well, it was funny too, because the first day I show up... So in college, we only had one girl bar, like a 35-pound bar. And I thought in there, it was only... You only use that if you couldn't lift the 45-pound guy's bar. Yeah. And so I go into a CrossFit gym, I grab the guy's bar, and they're like... Colleen, uh, no, 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 grab the three. I'm like, I can lift this. And they're like, no, 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 we have no doubt you can lift it. Yeah. But that's not the point. So, yeah, it was a definitely a humbling experience uh, starting CrossFit. So, so, still humbling. So, from there to now we qualified for the games. Yeah. So, for the people listening, like, how hard is that to do? Like, so how many... Uh, how many people total can qualify, or like an approximate, how many people are basically trying to? I know I really don't know the number, but yeah, it's so, like thousands and thousands. Right. So the first process of qualifying for the games would be the CrossFit Open. So anyone can do the Open. Um, anyone at an affiliate or, I mean, you can do it anywhere you want. But uh, you're looking at like over 300,000 people are signing up for the Open. So it's, a lot. Yeah. it's like the top 1% of CrossFit athletes going to the games. So not super easy to do. No. No. <laughs> you have to basically die. Yeah, it took me a few years to get it right. That's for sure. And for my people novice listening, I know like you guys, you see CrossFit on TV or maybe there's like there's a box in your community, but like to you, how do you describe it to somebody? Like what is it in, in essence? Like to me, when I say it to people, mm-hmm. it's an extreme sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mixes multiple, obviously, training modalities that, you know, my opinion about, you know, who should or shouldn't do it at, right, right. at scale is different, but how do you describe it? Yeah, so I mean, I get that question a lot because a lot of times I mean uh, especially in grocery stores I feel like people always are like what do you do and usually it's do you body build and uh, and then I'll say no I do CrossFit and then it's usually like what is CrossFit and uh, like just um, generically I usually say it's a combination of cardio gymnastics powerlifting Olympic lifting kind of all wrapped up into one and um, that's ultimately why I really liked it or was uh, gravitated into it in the first place was sw- training for swimming is very boring. I mean, you're staring at the bottom of the pool for swim. hours on yeah. end. Um, and I loved that CrossFit was different every single day and that I never got bored. I also loved that you could do it with other people. Um, and I just loved being a part of team sports. So kind of brought me back to that because I, I mean, when I got done with swimming in college, my 
workouts. I would literally go to Olympic lifts because I just really liked those. And then I'd go on an elliptical for an hour because I was scared of getting too, too big. muscular. You want to get too jacked, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Waste your time on the elliptical. Great choice. Right. Yeah. I mean, they should put ellipticals in CrossFit. That seems like it'd be a great fit. Oh, man. That's bad. That's like the worst fucking machine. Too. That would be... That's bad, bro. I can't even imagine that. So, okay, I dig that. So, basically, it's it's worked out for you. Right, yeah, for yeah. Point, for sure. Uh, give these guys just so they have the stats. Age, height, weight. What are we looking at? 29, 5'7", around 170 pounds. And like jacked though. <laughs> like the leanest you've probably ever been? Yeah. Close? For sure. Or overall, yeah. Has to be. Definitely, yeah. So definitely the heaviest the and the leanest, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Because I would say like from you, from even, what, like two years ago? Mm-hmm. Like we have photos somewhere. It's probably on my phone still. Yeah. You made me look super skinny, which sucks. <laughs> But like for you, you weren't you don't look bad. I'm not saying that, but yeah, you're, yeah. you're way leaner now right. than you used to be. And so like, what is the difference between? Or let's go back. Yeah. In college, what was the eating like? Just a normal college kid. Um. Yeah, I would say I thought I was eating healthy. Like I had chips every day, but they were like the baked kind of chips. So, so you know, for surely healthy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> baked Doritos are way better than the normal kind. I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, and at the time, you know, Michael Phelps was the, you know, the swimmer and, you know, he's out there saying, 10,000 calories a day. And I'm like, well, I'm like Michael Phelps, why can't I do that? I'm just going to eat all these things. Makes sense. Greatest swimmer of all time. I'm swimming in college. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, bagels were a food group in and of themselves. Like it was just, uh, I mean, looking back, I'm just like, oh my gosh. But, uh. And booze? Uh, we'd go out like once i mean if we weren't you know prepping for like pac 12s or nc2as or something but like maybe once a week i mean because we have training every other day um but uh i mean now not really like i'll have occasionally like i'll have like i like wine and beer um not really hard alcohol person but um uh not really like in excess anymore well, no, I, I told a story to him, like, I used to drink, like, 20 beers at a time. <laughs> like, literally, like, till you pee my pants and headbutt somebody. Like, that was my normal. I, mean, I was a different human before yeah, all this. Right, right. And now it's like my wife has to, like, beg me to have a fucking beer. Right. You know? and, and there's yeah. nothing against it, but it just doesn't really fit uh, with the yeah. lifestyle. No, anymore. exactly. I mean, for me, I'm like, I'd rather go eat a donut. Or, like, have a cookie. Like I say it all the time. Like... You either eat it or drink it. And I'd rather right, eat exa- it. Yeah. No, 100%. So, like, so that's the eating then. Yeah. Or even, like, from from two years ago till mm-hmm. now, you know, I'm sure it's a progression. I tell yeah, everybody, yeah. like, I've changed a ton even year to year. Mm-hmm. But, like, what is the normal eating day kind of like now, I guess, for you? Um, I would say I eat a lot more now. I think, um, I mean, I feel like my first transition was learning how to, like, weigh and measure my food. So I had never done that so like i'd say probably a year in a cross or maybe like a year two years in a crossfit um i was the heaviest i'd ever been and i remember i competed at a local competition and i saw pictures of myself and i was just really unhappy i was like i i don't know something's got to give i, I look mean, like a bag of shit I gotta yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Like, this I is not good so started um so my sole goal at that point was just to lose weight i was like i'm too heavy and so got on a plan and i was just hungry all the time i mean i was weighing and measuring so it was a good um way of just learning that and like, like how mac- much track macro yeah, yeah yeah um but i was starving and so that's what i associated you know losing weight or changing my body composition was like oh, i'm gonna have to be hungry all the time 
in order to look like that. And I just felt helpless. I was like, this is just, there's no way I can keep doing this for the rest of my life. So you're just like, well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, probably a year after that, um, one of my best friends, uh, when we first met, she, I was telling her like the issues I was having with eating and stuff. And she was like, oh my gosh, that is awful. Like, uh, cause she is jacked and now she's a mom and she's still jacked and like so I was like whatever you're doing I need to get on that (laughs) and so she was working with a company called working against gravity and they do you know tracking your macros and everything but they don't necessarily do like a strict uh yeah no food prep and it's not like super strict timing of everything so and that was another thing too the company I was working with before it was just it wasn't fitting in with my lifestyle and um like, if one thing in my day switched up, I was like, you know, all hell broke loose and I didn't know what to do. For sure. Um, so working with Against Gravity was amazing and just really changed my view on eating. And I was like, okay, it's not as hard as everyone makes it out to be. Um, you have to be, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, you have to be diligent about it and make good choices. But um, And then kind of like the next transition was when um, I first started working with Big Dogs, which is what brought me out here and all of their coaches do also do nutrition so it was really nice to have the person who's programming all my workouts also be in charge of my nutrition so like they can tweak anything depending on um how i'm performing how i'm feeling um and or just knowing like hey next week's going to be a really big week we're going to up your carbs and so it's just nice that they're doing that all in-house so what's like a like today? What'd you eat, for example? Uh, rest days are a little weird, but like a normal training day right now. Um, so training for the games, I have three sessions a day. So that was um, kind of different trying to figure out like what when so to much, eat. So and, much like, working <laughs> out. So much. Oh. Well, at first I was like, how do I still eat enough but not want to throw up during my next workout? Well, yeah, you don't like shit your pants <laughs> when you work out. Yeah, right. yeah. I got you. not ideal. Um, so usually I wake up, I have a protein shake and a bowl of oatmeal with blueberries, banana, almond butter. Um, I'll train. I have a protein shake that's more heavy on the carbs, less on the protein. Um, usually have like a baby food too. Um, baby food? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like a baby? <laughs> what the fuck? They're what, really good. What, what the fuck is this kind of diet? <laughs> This is like some new shit. I don't know what this is. You eat baby I, food? I really want to get sponsored by a baby food company. Like Gerber? Could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got there's, money. Oh, what is it called? No, it's there's a specific brand that I really... It's called Happy Baby. Really good. From Whole Foods. It's great. It's baby food? Like, what is it? Like, carrots or something? Like, I don't get it's, uh, it. Carrots, mangoes, and sweet potatoes. Really? Yeah. It's it kind of just, just tastes like a smoothie. A I mean, bit. if you get to look jacked, I guess I'll yeah. eat it. If that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So dude. I usually have that. A protein shake and baby food. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And then lunch is usually. I've been on a big uh, plantain chips kick. Oh, yeah. Especially just like really good for like salt and stuff right now. Um, and I'll usually do like a turkey wrap. So just like a tortilla, turkey, um, mustard, spinach. Uh, and then I'll do another session, and then between second and third session, maybe like coconut water, like a protein shake, nothing. You know, just Yeah. And then dinners are usually, honestly, usually all the same. Rice, a vegetable, and a protein. Like, 
very boring, but plants and animals. Yeah, Real yeah, food. yeah. And so I also work with a uh, food delivery company that supplies all my protein and stuff, which is great. Just so I don't have to cook it. Yeah. Um, but it's nice because then I can switch up the carbs and the veggies and stuff. So. And so, like the training sessions, like each one just depends on the day. Obviously, like I'm sure mm -hmm. there's like strength work, there's aerobic work, there's probably yeah. a mix, like gymnastics or something. Like mm -hmm. what? What are we talking? Like a half hour each, forty five minutes, an hour. Uh, so the first one's usually, like with warm up to cool down, everything included is like two and a half hours. Oh shit. And then the That's noons, crazy. yeah. <laughs> but the mobility is probably heavy though too. It has to. Be. Yeah, I mean, especially since I had shoulder surgery almost two years ago, and so. What was it? Uh, torn rotator cuff. Yeah. How was it now? Good. Uh, yeah, it's like better brand, than ever. Brand new. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, unfortunately, everyone's like swimming's so good for you. I'm like, well, when you do it for that long, sometimes it's not. <laughs> no, it's there's excessive patterns <laughs> that we right. go through. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, and then the noon session is usually like hour, hour and a half, and then the last one's usually about the same. So you basically have to eat that much just to sustain oh, yeah. the workload itself. Yeah. I said it too, like the other day, like we hiked the Grand Canyon rim to rim to rim a couple weeks back, which is 50 miles. Oh yeah, so like have a my thing. God. Yeah, it's terrible. And that's like the first time, and, and probably a long time, because when we train here, we can control the environment. Like right. I can quit when I want to quit. Like we're not competing other than like yeah. sh show up, take my shirt off for a video and you can look at like, <laughs> it's really not that hard. I mean, it is mentally, but it, yeah, physically yeah. it's simple. That was the first time like swore, like on the whoop app, I probably burned about 11,000 calories um, wow. each, each way. So 11,000, 11,000. And we only slept for one night. So in, in the span of about 44 hours, I burned 22,000 calories. Now, Holy I'm used shit. to eating once or twice a day. And so like we're coming back and long story short, the weather had changed and like mm -hmm. we left at three in the afternoon, we got done about two in the morning on Sunday and about probably like three hours to go, I was fucking dead, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm done, I'm like popping like whatever food I can eat, like even like Gatorade bullshit cheese right. just to oh, get dextrose sure. in. Yeah. And I'm like, to my wife, I'm like, dude, I'm like a, like a 90 year old right now. Yeah. Like, a, my legs were fucked. I'm like, but I'm walking. I'm like, that's the first time I felt like my adult life, like I have no life energy. Mm -hmm. Like if a six-year-old came and punched me in my face, I would have <laughs> dropped like instantly. Like I, that's how weak I felt. I'm like, and yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to say it like this, like I could have just fell over the, the edge of the cliff and been like, fuck it, I don't care. Right. Because I felt that depleted and that mm -hmm. drained. So like you have to be eating at least that, I'm sure. A right lot, now. yeah. God, that's crazy, dude. So much food. Yeah. Every day. But if you're training three times a day. No, so for sure. the recovery day, like today, you yeah. do nothing? No, so I... So I used to, so before uh, moving out here and working with OPEX and big dogs, um, I, my rest days were nothing. I was like, oh cool, like I just sit on the couch and I watch Netflix, like awesome. Yeah. And uh, when I moved out here, you know, I'm looking, because we have a little app that has all our workouts on it, and you know, I see my rest day and it has like two blood flow sessions, like 45 minutes, you just have to, it's nothing difficult, like go for a walk for 30 minutes, like very chill, but I was like, wait, what? like no i don't want to do anything yeah. <laughs> I was like, do something. <laughs> but uh but it's amazing what a difference it makes just to do something um so like this morning i just walked for 30 minutes and then probably do the same later or just sit on a bike well because i think people think that too if you're in the, the only people we meet here who have like tissue issues where they're like oh my back is fucked mm -hmm. and i'm like well what happened you play in the nfl you got in a car accident they're like no 
it's just my back hurts. I'm mean, usually it's because their glutes are so tight and their shit because yeah. they well, they have one injury or they have some soreness and then they do nothing, which actually perpetuates the problem and makes it worse. Right. So I'm like, I'd say like when you're training and doing nothing afterwards, like mm-hmm. is the worst thing you can probably do. Oh, 100 percent. Nothing. Yeah. Else. So I'm assuming you guys do some form of like SMR, like you're foam rolling, you're doing some tissue work or massage work. Maybe. Yeah. So I see um, someone, or I see a physical therapist once a week does like needling um soft tissue stuff um i had never done needling until i came out here and that's been a life saver. yeah for sure um but yeah a lot of like i have a norma tech at home which is also warm all the time what do you have just the legs uh legs and arms i have the butt and hips too it's kind of weird. I, it's kind yeah. of weird. It's like makes my low back feel kind of creepy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. It's just a weird. No, for it sure. fits weird. If that makes sense. They're a ge- and I travel with them for competitions and stuff, and those are just yeah, they make a huge. I do that. Difference. The Tim Tam or like Theragun. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Those too. Yeah, I, use I borrowed those. that from my friend. Yeah, it just helps if you can't reach some of the spots for sure. Right. But yeah, there's so much shit in the body too, especially when you train that much. Yeah. You have to. Cold plunge at all? No. Um, I hate that shit. That's why I bought the Normatech boots because I, I can't. <laughs> I, I hate the cold, dude. So I actually do sauna sometimes when I can. Um, there's a place called Balanced. I don't know if you've. Trish and Brent. Yeah, yeah. I know them. Yeah. yeah so I got a restoration. That's where I'm gonna get most. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I've been here. I've known them forever. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I started going there, um, and uh, I've been using the sauna there, and um, I'll usually do ice baths at competitions, but usually not during training. It's the worst, dude. I actually like them. At competitions, really? I do. I don't know why. It's mental, though. Yeah. Like, if you can control the breathing, you can be in there. Yeah. Like, you control your facial patterns and, like, the breathing and get right. through it. But I just can't. I just fucking hate That's why I live here. I can't stand the cold, man. <laughs> I remember, because, like, so that's why I bought Normatech boots. So, I got them. So, like, Trish did all my stuff. I had, like, this terrible clicking in the knee and shit. Like, yeah. you know, pupillitis thing in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, my knees are clicking. She's like, you're old, dude. I'm like, okay, thanks. You're old. You know, I'm like, well, you think about, it, like, when you get bigger. And you probably say this too, like, there's only so much space in the joints. Mm-hmm. So you create all this tissue, but, like, I have the joints of, like, a seven-year-old girl. So, like, <laughs> when I move, I'm like, it's just, there's no more room. Right. And I'm like, this is as big as I can be. And I'm like, she's like, well, what can you do? And she's like, well, we can work on this and this. She goes, but you can do, you know, like, 20 minutes in the cold plunge or, like, sit here for an hour in the Normatec boots. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't really like being cold. I'm like, what do these boots cost? She's like, oh, they're, like, 1500 bucks. I'm like, fuck it. I'll buy them yeah. tomorrow. And so I just bought them. Right. And that's why I got them. Because I'm like, I just can't stand it, dude. Yeah. But they do help. They're yeah. Great. And the Absolutely. recovery stuff matters. You guys, if you don't do foam rolling and soft tissue work or like any form of ART, like it, it does work. Oh, you, you have to. It, and that's the thing is, um, I've said this before. I mean, especially when you get to, not just in training, obviously, but when I get to the competitions, I feel like who can recover the best is, a, is another event in and of itself. Because when you get to like the fourth and fifth day of the games... You like feel it's, like shit. Yeah. And so it's like, well, did you take care of yourself on day one when you thought you felt good? And so you decided to not do anything extra. So Well, it's like, who can endure? Because you all feel like shit. It's like being like a, in a, yeah. a season. Like you're at the end of the mm-hmm. season and like everybody yeah. feels like a piece of shit. But who can feel, I guess, the least Less, shittiest? Right. Basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in that note, like uh, supplement stuff. You guys take anything? Uh, protein and then fish oil. And that's pretty much the big two yeah no probiotics no nothing else Mm-mm. you're just selling that protein and that i dig it man. yeah easy enough i'm sure like there's a myriad for people for certain things what about like uh pre-workout coffee anything coffee yeah love i used to take pre-workout and then i felt like i got this was probably like over two years ago i felt like i was so dependent on it 
like if I didn't take it and then all of a sudden I was like I just had the shittiest workout ever and and I was like I can't do that I was like I need to be okay that if I don't have this I can still do well in a workout and what was your go-to um it was by a friend of mine called equipped it wasn't that wasn't the name it was called shoot I forget they're all similar yeah yeah caffeine but it was like a more like natural yeah um but uh, now just, I mean, I love coffee, so it's... What do you do? Cold brew? Espresso? Uh, black? Just iced coffee. No sweetener. Nice. Yeah. I do cold brew a lot. I used to do, like, all the pre's, too, back in the day. Like, you would, like, take NL Explode and, like, shit your pants <laughs> and go work out. And, like, this doesn't a... seem like it's normal. <laughs> I should be happening. And uh, when I was coaching at Cal, we were sponsored by Cytosport. Oh, yeah. And so... They used to make, like, uh, I, used to take this I used to take Cytogainer. Oh, which was okay. like that was their uh, bulking thing. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, I, a, I was like a buck seventy. I would, I mean, I would eat like like five scoops that a day because like I just I was a normal skinny guy. I couldn't get big. Yeah. And you would eat it, and I'm like, I stop talking about taking a shit here. But like you would take it, and like your stomach would be like you had like a brick in there. Oh. It would be like the worst thing ever. Yeah. It was not the greatest. Uh, no offense, Settle Sport, if you're even yeah. around anymore. It wasn't great. No, they had Monster Pump though, and I remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's your show. I mean, there's so much bullshit in that Oh, stuff. gosh, I know. But you're young, and you can probably get right. away with it. Right, and now I'm like, oh, no. That's bad. Yeah. All right. We talked about this, too, uh, before. The, you know, obviously the games, like, for you guys who know, like, it can change people's lives. Like, for the most part, the people who do CrossFit, it's recreational. The people who are in the games, they've made it basically like a, a, a full-time commitment for life. Uh, to make it happen. And obviously with that comes money and different things for the, for the top people, sponsorships, you know, if you win. Obviously they drug test, but like the amount of, you know, how how crazy is it? Like if you had a guess, like from the people like, is there a lot of people you think who take drugs and try to get away with it? How stringent has the testing become compared mm-hmm. to like what it used to be? I mean, I definitely, numbers wise, I honestly have no idea. I do think unfortunately there are people I mean, it's, it's are, human nature. Like, yeah, we're, we're trying, trying to, to win. cheat the system. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And um, I mean, it's changed a little bit, especially since the qualification process has changed, and a lot of athletes are pretty upset about it, rightfully so, because now we have people that have. So the open you do just from your home gym. So you send in videos, and there's like from your garage. Yeah, yeah. Technically, you could. So like. Yeah. S- Cindy down the street here can like do a fucking open <laughs> for sure <laughs> and her husband can record it <laughs> yep. and, and she can, can make it no well she could technically if she was good enough but um but like how like they, they like go off erg times and shit or like so, a video so with the open if you're top 20 in the world or if you're the national champion in your country yeah. you can go directly from the open to the games and so because there's no regionals anymore there are people that are qualifying from the open who have never been tested going straight to the game so and that's the unfortunate part whereas with the past way of qualifying you knew that at least Even. granted it doesn't make it perfect but yeah. at least everyone was drug tested at regionals so you know they've been tested at least once this year so it's closer to being even essentially yeah or and now was. yeah and now it's just a little more all over the place and i think Again, with this new transition, I think they're still working the kinks out. And I think CrossFit needs to be, I don't know, I think they need to do, I mean, they have caught a lot of people this year. So it's, they're catching some people. Yeah. Um, but you essentially could, but, I could do drugs the whole year and then call if I was good enough. Like yeah, I, could do dr- right. I could do a shit ton of drugs all year, get really good, <laughs> show up to the games, quit doing the drugs, get my ass beat, but I could at least be Right. Yeah. Essentially. It's, yeah. Uh, Interesting. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping that, I mean, personally, I think that whether, you know, however you qualify, once you qualify, you should have to be tested. Agreed. Whether that's, I don't know exactly how that would work, and I know that's cost more money, which well, that's the thing too. I know like that's, it's business, that's why, and that's why yeah, I ask the question. Like I right. think sometimes they shy away from it because, like, when you mm-hmm. look at like uh, if you get a job in a normal company, whether you guys know this, like the five things they test for are very basic. Like they're not going to test for like things like blood doping and fucking gene doping and all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy shit. They're going to test like, are you on steroids? Are you on growth? Like, are you on tests? Like normal shit. Yeah. The more advanced the testing, like the more money it costs out of their pocket for sure. Right. And that, yeah. And so I don't know if that means like, you know, because you've got people from, whereas with regionals, everyone's there. So you can test them then and there. So I don't know if it's like, okay, once you qualify through the open, you have to go to, I don't know, they. Especially if if you're talking like international, other countries. Right. So it's just like, it's a lot of, and now we're qualifying more people to the game. So it's just, you know, I just think it, they need to crack down even harder. I know that they've, since the games has started, it has gotten progressively more strict. I just think now with the changes in how to qualify, I think they need to keep leveling it up. For sure. And I think like, I don't want to say like, has it become more like a real sport? Because that's not the right way to say it, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's in the infancy of it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So the NFL is, they do what they do, but they've been around forever. And right, I'm sure right. when they started, it was like, Hey, who gives a fuck what we do? And then at some yeah. point, they, when they have more money in dollars, they crack down, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So on that same note, like, do you get nervous, uh, like, for the competing part of it, like for the games, like when you show up, like? Oh, you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like crazy, like you're shaking. Your <laughs> I don't know if I'm like visibly you're like, shaking. You're gonna like, like pee your pants. Yeah, like you feel like you're gonna throw up. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because like the whole time or just right away. Uh. Every event. Like until, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, for sure every event. Um, Which is like a use stress, like a natural anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, once the workout starts, it's gone. But it's just the lead up to it. And um, I mean, it's the same thing when I swam. And I remember thinking like, man, I can't wait to never feel this way again. And then I somehow, you know, got into a different sport. And here, But I mean, at the same time, if I didn't get, I know it's cliche, but if I didn't get nervous... I wouldn't care. So well, you don't give a shit about it. Yeah, too, exactly. So um, I think it's good. I think if I'm getting nervous to the point where it's you know like a paralyzing <laughs> nervous, that's not good. <laughs> no, then you would. But uh, no, but yeah, there's there's always nerves, and especially um, I mean, this will be my first time competing individually at the game, so I'm sure it's going to be, uh, you know, might be a whole new level of nerves. But I mean, I've competed and. Um, I love competing and yeah so I mean I think it just comes with the territory and you just gotta learn how to best deal with it well and with that stuff like the competing part of it like once it's over whenever you transition to your what your next life basically mm-hmm. like because we all have it yeah yeah at some point like it, it happened for me in 22 uh, the girl Monica who works with us her husband just retired from playing professional basketball and I was like, you know, he's 36 or 7. Now he has yeah. his second life. I'm like, the feeling never comes back, though. Like, the, mm-hmm. the nervousness, I mean, you'll get it for, like, the IRS sends you a letter. You'll feel the same sickness you feel <laughs> from the fucking games. It's just not as fun. <laughs> right, I'm like, but right. it's what I tell people is, like, it's the only arena, like, if it is basketball or swimming or even CrossFit, for that matter, like, where you can be so jacked and excited mm-hmm. and, like, so sad in, like, a five-minute span. Like, the highs of winning and, being, yeah. and trailing and being ahead and losing, mm-hmm. that never comes back. Like, as awesome as my life is, all the cool shit I get to do and travel and do these things, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist anymore. Like, yeah. it, it dies when when, yeah. when you're done competing, which is, 
you know, something neat for you to still be able to do, I suppose. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, especially looking, so I was very close to qualifying individually two times before qualifying this year. And, um, yeah, I mean, those highs where, like, I was about to make it and then, you know, the lows of shit I didn't. Um, It's crushing. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it made this year that much more special. Um, So it's, uh, yeah. I like to think that it all happens for a reason and it's all part so, of it yeah so in terms of the the training itself for like mm-hmm. what do you like the best or what are you the best at if it's the loading stuff the metcon work like the gymnastics uh for sure barbell stuff so whether it's like moderate barbell cycling or just really like lifting heavy things. <laughs> so to give these guys a perspective, and I know you don't think some of these numbers are impressive, uh-huh. but we're going to go through them anyway. Because <laughs> like normal people can't do this shit, just so we're clear. And we'll get into your gangster stuff too. Uh-huh. But like when you're like squatting, like your front squat. Uh, front squat is 300 pounds. 300 pounds. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. Like that's, in, I mean, for, I don't want to say for a female, I mean for any dude out mm. there. If you're a dude, send me a video of you front squatting 300 pounds. I'd love to see the form because Colleen does that. That's insane, dude. Deadlifting? Uh, 375. That's heavy too, man. That is a lot. I mean, you're talking almost four plates. That's real. Yeah. Uh, what about your other stuff? Like the push? What did you do push press today? Or was it like? Uh, push press is, I think my best is 240. Overhead. Yeah. That's a shit ton of weight, dude. Yeah. That's a lot, man. Can I push press 240? I'd be close. I'm getting old, though, man. I'm not, man. I mean, I'm, I'm jacked, but I mean, that's a lot. The squat and the deadlift, I can do, yeah. The overhead press, yeah. 240 is a lot. I don't even, and it's been a long time since I tried. What about your real stuff? Clean, jerk, snatch? Uh, best clean is 260. Best jerk is 267. Uh, best snatch is 215. From the floor, overhead. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of weight, dude. And you feel good with that. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because especially, it, well, after my shoulder surgery, um, I was, I was like, okay, not only am I nervous about being able to get every anything overhead, um, but like get my mobility back and all that stuff. Oh, and range of motion for sure. Yeah, and I hate like I honestly really didn't like overhead stuff. Like push jerks, push presses, just weren't my jam and. I mean, now they're some of my favorite movements. 240, bro. Cool. I'm going to try that when you leave. <laughs> you guys, if I, if I can't be on the podcast and have shoulder surgery, you know why. I'm trying <laughs> to fucking overhead. I don't even know how I set it up. I need two boxes. Hey, I, 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 I can go, go squat. I can go squat rack, bro. No, I probably... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can just drop it. I can go squat rack. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking heavy, though, dude. I'll be nervous. Uh. I'm going to start with, like, 200. We'll go from there. Uh, what else? How about, like, uh, you guys? what else do you guys do? Do you guys row and ski? No. Yeah. Uh, like, when you row, do you like row, like, a 1K, 2K, 5K? What do you do? Uh, 2K time, I think I'm, like, just over seven minutes on a 2K. That's fast. We had a girl here. She rode in college. She's a 708. That's Jeez. quick. Yeah. That's fast. I like rowing. I like all the assault bike rowing. Or so. Yeah. You guys do assault bike like in a minute? Uh, I don't think I've done a minute. We recently did though. It was a pretty gnarly test. It was ten minute max calories, rest ten minutes, and then ten minutes max calories again. Yeah. Um, and got around one sixty on both. About sixteen calories a minute. It's a pretty yeah. good pace. We do we do like the Sundays here are basically that. Okay. Yeah. People. Uh, I'm trying to think. What did. 
So we got a guy. So in a, in a minute in the salt bug, I can do 66 cows. Which in is. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. But my buddy Ben, what is Ben's? It's on the board out there. He's like 75. But he's like 6'9, he's like 270, Holy so he's huge. Yeah. Play basketball too. I mean, but that I, stuff pays to be. That's why I like it. It pays to be. A you need the watts. You need the watts, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, I was like, and I can row enough, like, I'm not a leap, like, it was 2K, 630. So for me, uh, that's, yeah. that's fast. It's the breathing. It's not the power. I just, yeah, I, yeah, I, aerobically, yeah. I die. But on the bike, what do we do? 30 minutes, and he goes, Can you get 500 calories in 30 minutes in the salt bike? And I could only get oh, to, geez. what did I get to? Just over 450. Which is just over Damn. 15, it was like 451 yeah. or two. So about 15.1 per minute, every minute. I did it's, that the other, that's a it's rough awful. test. His was 500, he got 500. But he's big, yeah. like the bike he can do. That's impressive though. And you can do what? Uh, muscle ups in a row? Handful, right? Uh, I think my best is like 13, I want to say. Maybe like flat more. bar, rings, doesn't matter. Uh, ring, I like bar muscle ups more. Bar muscle ups I could do it's more way, in a row. It's way safer. Yeah, well, I feel like uh, some people like rings a lot more. I just, for Fuck whatever dude. reason, I... I struggle on those. I've only tried, like, probably ten times, but, like, it's not my jam. They're, uh... I'm heavy as fuck, though. They're brutal. <laughs> but, like, I, the barbell, for sure. For whatever reason, like, upper body calisthenics, I could always do. Yeah. Like, and people would always have... This is such an asshole answer, too. But we'll <laughs> joke. And, I, and I guess we have a pull-up video. If you guys need a PDF, I'll send it to you. You can go through it. Yeah. But someone's like, how do you do pull-ups? I'm like, we just grab the bar and pull yourself up. Right. That's just it. I don't know what else to tell you. Now, there's... Yeah. We have, like, 15 protocols to go through, but muscle-ups... My young dude, he's like a buck sixty-five right now. He can't do them, and I'm two twenty, and I'm just like cranking them out. Like for yeah. whatever, you, sometimes you have a natural gift. Like you know, back squatting was never even a natural gift, but that muscle ups happen to be that. But even that, like it's it's way easier for me on a fixed bar than the rings. The yeah. rings I struggle for sure. Yeah, they're tough to do, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to tell people to do. It. Like I don't know. Like it's I remember, a, like I remember when we were filming in Palm Springs, and you were like doing like whatever CrossFit type workout, whatever. <laughs> And we're there, and I'm like, I'm like doing muscle ups, and I'm like watching you do, and I'm like, I'm like your legs are kipping, and I'm like I try to like kick my legs, and you're like, yeah. you're like, no, you're not kicking your legs at all. I'm like, well, I think I am, <laughs> because I'm used to doing pull ups, you know, like there's no right. movement at all, and I'm like I still don't know how to even like, my body just doesn't flop that way, yeah, even remotely close. It's a skill, like to me, that's a, it's a different it skill is. set, yeah. And I, my gymnastics skills are like zero, basically. <laughs> So with that same thing, uh, in terms of you know the competing stuff, or if it's CrossFit in general, the, the thing you love about it the most, is it the competing probably? I do. I mean, the thing is, I also just love, I mean, granted, you know, you're not going to love every single day, you know, uh, of course, <laughs> but, no. um, but versus swimming where I didn't enjoy the training, just liked the competing part. With CrossFit, I enjoy both aspects of it, um, which makes it a lot easier to do you know, all that volume and whatnot when you actually enjoy well, you the have, ins and outs. You would never make it if you hated it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and I just, I, well, I guess the one thing I hate and love about it at the same time is that there's so many pieces with CrossFit. There's so many exercises that you have to master or at least not suck at. Be profi- um, yeah, proficient enough. Yeah, and that's one thing that I love about it or why I first loved it was that there were so many things and I got to try so many new things and going into the gym and f- being more fixated on I'm trying to lift this weight or perform this skill versus I'm trying to make myself bigger or smaller because that was a big breaking point for me, which was just like not being so focused on how I was looking in the gym or trying to look. Yeah. Because there's a difference between eating and training for how you look. And how, yeah. Now, there's some there's some bleed over for sure. Right, right. But it's different. Like I look a certain way 
and I can do and it's the funny thing is there's people here who've rode in college done different skills that naturally they're better than me at mm-hmm. like I've had there's a kid here Elbon he's like never trained his whole life he comes here he does our Metcon shit and half the time he's like within five seconds of me or he fucking beats me yeah. and I'm like I've died for this shit right <laughs> and I played college sports he's just like yeah. off the street crushes it I'm like but there's some some of it matches like I have enough goal muscles but a lot of it's mm-hmm. like you look a certain way and then there's people who we, we I don't want to say this negatively but like on the all bag of shit team like in the NBA like Tony Parker looks like a bag of shit mm-hmm. but he's fucking amazing dude. right right and so they are two different things yeah you're lucky enough to have both which is I mean, I mean, because you could do bodybuilding essentially. I mean, you, if you just like, if you cut down, like you could do it. Like you have mm-hmm. a build for it, which not, and everybody in CrossFit doesn't have that, which is yeah. crazy. Which for you, it's nice. If you want in your next life, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. Choose to. I think the dieting alone, though, I think I'd crack. I don't think anyone would want to be around me. Uh, well, no, you're an asshole. Like you're <laughs> miserable. Like so, so, it, it, so we're in our, my office right now. So if you see this desk behind you, this little black one, right? Yeah. And you probably can't see it. If you look in that shelf with that red boxes. You can uh-huh. see that like it's like a plywood color. Yeah. On that, so my young kid competed like a month ago, and he was like, "People are complaining because he's like, he's not eating any food. He's working out way too much. It's uh-huh. it's what you do. Right. And he's just he's trash. So I come in here on a Friday. I'm like, Jacob, just put this desk together. And I come back in here. He's got 15 extra screws. Three of these shelves, like it's supposed to be black. You can see the plywood showing underneath because he's putting them in oh upside down. His brain isn't even working. So what I'm saying to you is that is what you get with right. the, the competing in bodybuilding. Like you look good, but the rest of your life is a complete train wreck. Yeah. So with that, uh, yeah. worst workout you've ever done? Oh. If you can think if there's one or two. Or... Yeah. Um, honestly, I still think um, – Probably the worst one I've done was when I went team two years ago at regionals. We did, it was, do you know the worm? Yeah. Yeah. So it was worm thrusters and burpees over the worm. It's like a, it's a giant like sandbag. Yeah. Basically is what it looks like to me. Right. And so six of us um, had to lift this thing and do thrusters with it. Like in unison. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so you're squatting and then putting it over your head onto the other shoulder, squatting, and keep going. And it was 40 of those, 40 burpees, 30 thrusters, 30 burpees. And I just, we had to do it. So we knew these workouts, you know, a few weeks prior, so we tested them. And I remember specifically, um, I've never, like been brought to tears by a workout yeah. but i was brought to tears, tears by that workout that was the one and it was well and it's so different on team because you don't get to break when you want to break you're like on if everyone's if everyone's still moving you got to move because that sucks, just, dude. um so that was oh man so i was just when i knew that workout was coming up like all oh, that day i was just i could barely eat that day Crunch. i was so nervous and burpees but, are the worst too. Like when there is are. like where is the loading, and then it is obviously aerobic as well. Like together, that's mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, I would share the one in here too, and you can try it too sometime when you're done with your shit. Yeah. Uh, we do like a goblet squat imam. It's pretty. It's the most boring workout. It's really basic. Uh-huh. Uh, BJ brought it to me a while back, and he's like, "Can you take half your body weight and a dumbbell or kettlebell and go ten reps every minute on the minute for thirty minutes?" goblet squatting so for me it's about a 110 dumbbell or kettlebell uh-huh. and just squat it 10 times in minute one in minute two minute three minutes so 300 squats in the 30 minutes and it, it's it's super fucking boring in the first 10 minutes aren't bad but like minutes yeah. 22 through 30 slow death. you want to blow your brains out yeah because it, it's so aerobic in capacity right. and then we do another one here and i got it from uh, jim jones it's a triathlon 
And uh, the goal is under five minutes. I'm the only person here to do it yet. My one dude got like 520. It's 50 cows in the assault bike, 500 meter ski, 500 meter row. And the goal is five minutes or less. So basically to do that, you have to do each one in about 90 seconds. Back to back to back. <laughs> with transition times too. Yeah. Uh, that will put me down for for probably oh, about an hour. Like laying here yeah. sick in my stomach. And that's what it is mostly. It's not like... I don't fear any of them other than like the sickness uh-huh. afterwards. Right. Because you feel like just violently ill. It's that's terrible. all the open workouts. You just yeah. know it's going to be so it's painful. Yeah. That's what it... Like I could... I'd rather lift... I told people this other day. I'm like, I would rather deadlift 600 pounds, you know, every day than sit here and do 100 bodyweight split squats in each leg for mm-hmm. time. Just because I'm like, I can't breathe. It fucking burns so bad. And I'm like, I yeah. want to quit. I'm like, where the heavy shit, I can pick it up. I can walk away. I can right. come back. I'm like, the three, <laughs> yeah. four, five rep stuff. Right. I'm like, that's eh, fine. I mean, you have anxiety because you're worried about the yeah, what, I yeah. guess. But it's over in a minute. Right. 30 seconds. Oh, no, for sure. I think still some of the workouts that we did, um, some of the swimming workouts I've done, I think still don't really. I mean, I've done really hard CrossFit workouts. And don't get me wrong, it is very humbling still to this day but like some of the hypoxic work we did like i don't know if anything will ever compare to that well the difference there too like and i told the story like there's been times where even in college like you're running suicides yeah and it's like they'll put it this is so fucking stupid it is or like we do these things like uh, from end line to end line or like sideline to sideline like 1865 so one two three four five the width of the court yeah 18 times in 65 seconds everybody doesn't make it you do it again right well shit if we didn't make it the first time we're not fucking making the second. And we would keep doing it and doing right. it. And I swear to God, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to quit. Yeah. I'm going to just run out of the fucking gym and go home. But I'm like, you have no scholarship. You have no money. You work in a factory. Your life will suck shit. Right. And the only thing that's keeping you there is that and the fact mm-hmm. that these other 11 dudes aren't quitting either. Right. And so you have to keep doing yeah. this stuff. Like, that's Very the, true. You know, where it's like now in your life, like, you can quit a workout if you mm-hmm. choose to. Right. Which back then you could. Right. Very true. Right. So in terms of that, like, how much of it is obviously... You have to be talented. You have to have mm-hmm. a base built. You have to have enough, you know, physical stature to do it. But how much of it is, you know, physical versus mental? When you're at a point where you're, you know, all of you guys are fit, right? You know, and but is it a mental thing for you? Like obviously to, to push through a lot of the stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of and a lot of what my coach and I work on now is, you know, when stuff doesn't go your way, what are you telling yourself? Um, Like if a workout you go in with, and that's something I feel like I've grown a lot as an athlete is going in with plan A, but being totally fine if I have to go to plan B, C, you know, T, whatever that is. And, um, and just because I think before if plan A didn't work, I would just, you know, if the workout's 20 minutes long, I was just telling myself how much I suck for 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> it's like that's not a self-love the, talk yeah, yeah, yeah right I'm like that's not helping anyone so um just work and like you said I mean when you get to the CrossFit games everyone's fit everyone's working hard it's you've all died to get there yeah exactly so it's who has more of a mental edge at that point to uh, you know obviously certain workouts you know might favor you're naturally better at this yeah and that's no absolutely but i think but when you see somebody ahead of you like 10 feet or somebody Mm -hmm. right behind you when you're doing stuff like there is a mental thing with that like i need to hurry up or slow down or it's like i'm just going to go at my pace and i'm going to fall where i fall well i think that's too is knowing when to stay in your own lane and knowing when to you know uh to go outside yourself sure. and depending on, you know, how long the workout is, when it's ending and all that stuff. Um, but that's what I love about, like right now I'm training a lot on my own. And 
what I love when, you know, <laughs> lately I've just been, you know, I'm doing all these workouts a day and um, I feel like a, like a workout pusher. I'm like going around with my whiteboard. I'm like, hey, you guys want to do a workout? Yeah. And everyone's like, fuck no. No, we don't want to do this shit. No, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> but, um, but I love getting to work out or compete against people because I feel like I am so more focused on my plan and then how I'm going to beat them versus like, oh man, this just hurts and sucks. For sure. So, um, but yeah, so I think especially at the games, I think just qualifying individually has helped a lot for my overall confidence and just mentally going into workouts, just having that validation of knowing that I belong there and that I've earned this and it wasn't like no one gave it to me. It wasn't luck. Um, so I think that just really helps just overall. 100%, man. Yeah, yeah. it's not easy to do, dude. It's, <laughs> uh, it's super impressive to watch this shit. Uh, the other thing I'll ask too really quick. Yeah. Uh, what keeps you um, motivated to even do it? I mean, like, what's the driving thing? Like, Because I don't think, even you guys listening, like, some people grasp it, but I'm like, it is really hard to do these, this shit. Like, just mm-hmm. the training alone. And to go through it day after day after day and year after year after year to do it. Like, mm-hmm. what keeps you, like, why do this? Yeah. Because it uh, hurts. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, I think on one side of it, um, just to reach my full potential in the sport. And I feel like I'm still doing that and I'll keep doing it until I I feel like I've, you know, kind of tapped out everything I could get out of me physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, And also I just, I really feel like I've found something that when I do it, I'm like, I feel like it's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. you're a one percenter, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, I mean, there's you're one percent of the people on the planet. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, even with swimming. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I felt, I don't think I felt though as much in my element as I do doing CrossFit though. For um, sure. And I feel like CrossFit, when I first started, not only and I'll forever be grateful for it because of this, but it gave me, um, I'm just a lot more confident in my body. I think I was, even in college, um, and I coached a lot of girls who had the same issue, is I didn't want to be muscular, I didn't want to look a certain way, and I was so, like, I hated how big my arms were, even though I thought they were big then, and they yeah. were not big at all. Now you're but, super jacked, dude. Now they're super big. But it's like, but it's awesome that it's totally switched my mentality on that, and just having, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still struggle with it, but having a better body image, um, but yeah, I just, I absolutely, again, like, you know, every day is not perfect. And don't get me wrong, there's many times where I'm just like, fuck it, I want to go home. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, when it boils down to it, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. So And you're going to do something that very few people will ever do. Yeah. And it's like a, a, a season of your life that'll be, you right. remember it forever. For yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. So obviously the ultimate goal is to win, for sure. Yeah, I, you know, it's... Always, I don't think anyone goes just to you have know, fun. Puts in, yeah, I don't know if fun oh. would be the word to do. Yeah, no, definitely not going there just to participate. That's for sure. So obviously, you know, ultimate goal is that. But you know, if it's you know five, ten years from now, mm-hmm. you know, ultimate goal past this season of life, like what uh, what do you want to do? Any idea? You know, I mean, I think originally, so I was a strength coach um, at Cal a few years back, and that was the ultimate dream, and. Um, I think I'd love to work with athletes again in some aspect, but I think right now, you know, just really, you know, as I'm working towards this goal in CrossFit, just working on 
building my platform and hopefully being able to use my knowledge as a coach and an athlete to hopefully help a lot of people one day. And you're in school now too, right? Yeah, so I'm getting my master's in kinesiology. Uh, Super easy degree. Super easy. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's cool. I mean, uh, I knew I my schedule wouldn't allow for me to actually go to the classroom, so found a program through Michigan State. Um, it's a remote program, so um, which is awesome. I mean, when I first started, it was like the death of me because I was like, oh, nothing's due for like three months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's great. great. Then all of a sudden, three months shows up and you're like, <laughs> right. fuck. Exactly. So definitely have been a lot better with time management now, which has uh, just been good learning lesson in general. So. Hey, man, that's a lot of stuff, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. So where can these guys... Uh stalk you at if they want to kind of creep you out a little bit uh so main thing would be uh just colleen foch on instagram nothing fancy that's it you don't got a site yet dude N- you know we gotta get we, you like a manager bro like, yeah on, been looking for yeah that's, that's one thing i definitely need to look into you're right i mean you're on i'm like look at my where's your website i'm like there needs to be something here I'm like I, we're a bit we're a business here we make money like this is what we do but i'm like <laughs> But you're busy. I'll get that. Yeah. So advice for people out there, uh, you know, if it's it, it, it can be CrossFit tier, like people who are who want to compete, whether it be you know, it doesn't got to be in the games. People just mm-hmm. in fitness in general. Like your two cents for somebody who, or maybe they were like in a spot where you're at, like, hey, I'm not happy with my body. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't love how it looks. You know, what would you your two cents be to them to some piece of advice? I think would be to, or what helped me was working out with other people. Um, find something that you and a friend really enjoy doing together. Um, first of all, I just think it's more fun to work out with other people. 100%. Not be by yourself. And also just has someone holding you accountable too, um, or each other accountable. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just find something that you enjoy because it doesn't have to be miserable. Working out every day should not be like the vein of your existence. No, you shouldn't so, hate it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I say it too, like we do, so I, I train the way I train because it, A, I like it Yeah. and because we have to coach everything here. So I have to be proficient enough to be able to, right. if I'm going to show something, yeah. I'm a practitioner, I need to be able to actually fucking do it, yeah. which some people, other people coach differently, that's not mm. how we roll. <laughs> yeah. I go, but in the same note, like there's no way, and I, and I hate myself enough some days to where I'm going to push a sled for 20 minutes or do like walking lunges for an hour because I'm just, that's how I roll. Mm. I go, but the real Metcon stuff, I mean, I'm talking like the brutal shit we do. I would, I would very rarely do that by myself. Like I have mm. to have a group of people here, even if it's yeah. three other people or two other people, because like mm. if I see them going... I'm probably not going to quit because I'm like, well, shoot, mm-hmm. if 47-year-old Shannon's not quitting, <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't fucking quit right, either. You right. know, like, so there is that, you know, community aspect of it too, which I think is super powerful, which CrossFit does give you guys that, mm-hmm. which is actually super neat. Yeah. Um, for fitness, they've done a great job with the community aspect of it, at least getting people together and moving right. through space. I dig it, man. Anything else yeah. you want to share to these guys? Uh, Where, okay, when, when are the CrossFit games? I guess we'll put that. They are August 1st to the 4th. Can they watch it? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. we don't have any word yet but uh i mean i've heard that they are in communication with some form of streaming that yeah. but is it not, like, they put like the finals at least like on is it on espn or somewhere so, uh it was on espn and then last year i believe it was cbs or the last two years like some contract on yeah TV. yeah so we're watching it a little bit yeah. but yeah man we'll be watching for sure dude this is gold man thank you it's impressive stuff dude yeah this is really yeah, I mean your lifts alone. I don't. I don't think any like of my. I mean, my fitness friends, yeah, but like my normal dude friends, 
None of my dude friends are squatting 300 pounds. <laughs> Front squatting. They're just not. I don't think most of my dude friends can deadlift 375 either. That's crazy, dude. I think I might do. I've done one Olympic lifting meet. I might, like, once my CrossFit career is over, I, I think I might do maybe one or two more after Cause that. Because you're, like, naturally, you're naturally good at it. I mean, I'm not saying you don't work hard for it, but, mm-hmm. like, it's your jam, dude. No, yeah. I mean, I'm, I would say I'm more built for that versus... Uh, muscle I tell people tell them, like if you're for even dudes who come in like I want to do pull-ups I'm like well you know the average dude can do one pull-up like mm-hmm. that's the real number in America yeah. so I would take a dude like me who could do 20 and then most dudes can do obviously zero but I'm like if you're over for a dude 200 pounds and you can do 10 pull-ups that's yeah. ridiculous like oh, for sure and for you too like you're not super light so the fact no. that you can do fucking like multiple muscle-ups like for sets of 10 11 12 13 14 that's like that's I mean that's strength dude that's like absolute strength. That's crazy. Yeah. Impressive, man. Thanks. I dig it. So if you guys don't follow her, uh, Colleen Fosh on Instagram, I'm going to share all her stuff when we pump this out so you guys can see it. Um, and if, Just so you can get the visual alone of how <laughs> impressively jacked she is right now. And if you want to feel bad about how much you can't lift, um, it's a great, it's a great way. I, literally, I'm going to go like try to push press like 240 pounds after this because I just want to know if I still have it. Um, and then I'll know I'm the same as... A 29-year-old girl. So there's that, too. Amazing. So uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, this is golden. Thank you so much. Uh, again, if you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop us a five-star. Leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. If you want to hear anything else on the podcast specifically, hit me up. Let me know. Or if you want to hear anything else from Colleen, I'll connect you guys. Uh, but she is on IG all over the place. And obviously, if you guys are going to watch the CrossFit Games, you know you can root for her. Shoot her a message. I'm sure she would appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please... Just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.